Welcome back to the Live the Legacy podcast, a project brought to you by the Andrew Goodman Foundation. I'm your host, Mo Banks, and we're halfway through the season, y'all. It's been an incredible season so far. We've had three guests who I think have shared incredible stories. We've gotten really cool insights into why the youth voters are turning out in record numbers. We've heard personal stories of why people have gotten you know, involved in civic engagement. We've even had an Instagram Live with one of our coalition partners at the Students Learn, Students Vote Coalition. It's been an incredible season so far. And we're only halfway through. So buckle in and settle down because we've got another great episode for you this week. I had the pleasure of sitting down with Haley Piazza, who is a sophomore at Pace University. Haley is majoring in health science on a pre-physician assistant track. She is passionate for civic engagement because she started young and it's only grown over time as she's been involved in various clubs and organizations on her campus. As a STEM major, one of Haley's goals during her time as one of our Andrew Goodman ambassadors is to motivate her fellow STEM and pre-health majors to be civically engaged. So if you're wondering to yourself, what do STEM majors and a passion for civic engagement have in common? Well, it's Haley Piazza. I hope you all enjoy this episode. And again, if you do, leave us a review, uh, rate us, subscribe, all of those things help other people find our podcast that much easier. Happy listening, y'all. Hi, my name is Haley Piazza. My pronouns are she, her. I am a health science major on the pre-PA track at Pace University, the New York City campus, and I'm going to graduate in 2025. Nice. All right. So you're in health, you said you were health services? Health science, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, What kind of got you interested in going into that field? Well, honestly, I've always been, like, really into politics, but I also really liked, you know, like, health-related things. Like, I really like anatomy, biology, stuff like that. So coming into college, I was really torn of, like, what I should do until I found health science, which kind of relates, like, policy and health together. So I'm thinking of maybe going into, like, um, like health policy, health advocacy, stuff like that. So like, cause it's kind of like a combination of the two things that I'm really passionate about. Yeah. That sounds incredible. I know that so much about our like healthcare system is so political. Yeah. Um, I think we need folks like you who are wanting to go and advocate for a more equal and just healthcare system. So that's awesome. I really appreciate you sharing kind of what got you interested into that. Um, well, as you know, this is the live the legacy podcast. And so, um, we're connecting the story of Andrew Goodman, Michael Schwerner, and James Earl Cheney to what's happening today, 50-some years later. Or I guess we're almost at the 60th year anniversary, actually, which is wild to think about that it's already been that long. But you, as a young person, have heard the story of Andrew Goodman. Um, and I would just love to know kind of what that, what, how did that impact you? How do you see yourself living that legacy today? Um, and yeah, just kind of like in, in general, how, how did you hear about Andrew Goodman and the story and how did it impact you? So before I started working as a Vote Everywhere ambassador, I was volunteering with the office that the Center for Community Action and Research at Pace University as the Vote Everywhere like Pace leader. And so we received trainings on how to register people to vote, anti-racism. And during one of our trainings, we learned the story about Andrew Goodman 
And at first, I honestly didn't know anything about it before I received the training, which I, like, I honestly was very surprised that a lot of people don't really talk about it. And so I feel like it's definitely something that should be taught more to people, like, just in history classes and stuff like that. And it also really made me wonder, like, how many other stories are out there just like that that we don't know about? Yeah, absolutely. I I agree. I When I first applied to this job, I hadn't ever heard his story, which is astounding to me because it's such an integral part of my life and my work now. But it's 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 true that some folks out there haven't even heard um, the story. So, you know, you've become an Andrew Goodman ambassador with the Vote Everywhere program at Pace University. What kind of drew you to that? What drives your passion for civic engagement? I know as a college student, you have so many things that are like fighting for your attention and I know for sure for myself, when I was in my 20s and in college, I, I like voting and getting my peers to register to vote was not on my radar. So tell us a little bit about how you've become so passionate enough to dedicate some of your time as a, as a young college student to do the civic engagement work. Well, like I said before, I've always been very like into and passionate about politics and civic engagement. And I guess that really started around the 2016 election, but I was a little younger then, so I wasn't that into it. And then over time, just through like my experiences in life and seeing other people's experiences and listening to other people's stories, I started to become more and more involved, more and more passionate. And then um, coming into PACE, I like found out about the program and I knew that I wanted to be politically involved in college just because I came in like studying science doesn't mean that I can't be politically involved at the same time. So I came in and I already had like, you know, my eyes set on being involved. And then, yeah, I started volunteering and then working like with the Andrew Goodman Foundation. What are some of the issues that kind of got on your radar of things that you really do care about? What are some of the things that are impacting you as a young college student today that would motivate you to kind of go to the polls and make your voice heard? This kind of relates to the last question and this question. So I'm taking STEM courses. I'm like a STEM major. And what I've realized like as my time over my time here as a student at Pace is that a lot of STEM students, a lot of science-based students don't really understand the importance of civic engagement and voting and stuff like that. So what I've tried to work on as my uh, as a Vote Everywhere ambassador is reaching out to those students because uh, one of my passions is uh, healthcare and healthcare accessibility, making it more accessible, making it more affordable. And so I think if STEM students understand and know how voting affects them in their future, even like in their day-to-day lives or even in their, their workplace, I think that's one reason that I really am like trying to target STEM majors and also just some other passions of mine are reproductive justice, climate justice, gun violence. There's a lot. <laughs> There's a lot of things that are really driving me out to go vote. Do you think that that's kind of the same motivating factors for your peers? Like we just saw the second highest voter, uh, youth voter turnout in recent decades. Um, for a midterm election, which is mm-hmm. is normally people are like, oh, I'm gonna only vote four years, but like y'all really showed up for the midterms. 
do you think that your peers, like other young folks are also being motivated by things like, you know, safe access to reproductive health care, like student debt, gun violence and control? Like, are those are you having conversations with your peers? And is that something that's also motivating people? I definitely think so. I think after Roe v. Wade was overturned, I think more young people started to realize the turn I think our country is starting to take and, you know, just becoming a little bit more extreme than young people like, which I think is definitely motivating them to get out to the polls. Just things that I'm seeing online of people really afraid for reproductive rights. And it's definitely a reason why I felt a little bit more motivated to go out and vote. Um, And just the candidates that are also on the ballot who are openly uh, anti-abortion, anti-choice, I think also motivates students to get out and vote. And also just, you know, the climate justice, the climate change. A lot of young people are scared for their futures because this is something that is going to impact us. So if we're not voting, other people are going to be making those decisions for our future for us, which, yeah, I think ultimately um, was one of the reasons of the high Gen Z turnout in the midterm elections. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's that seems to be a very common thread whenever I'm talking to to young voters is that like, we have to save the earth. Like literally we're trying to save the planet from this older generation who <laughs> like screwed it up for us. So yeah, we're going to go to the polls because we need politicians are going to take things seriously. Yeah. I also, I did find it a very inspiring. I saw like a statistic saying how so many Gen Z and young people turned out to vote that it literally canceled out like an entire demographics vote. Dang. Yeah. yeah. There's so much power in the youth vote. I guess mm-hmm. Astronomical. I love it. I love getting to talk with young people too about why they're choosing to really show up in these huge numbers. Um, you know, you had mentioned kind of briefly seeing things online. How how often, whenever you are online as a young person, are you seeing things that are political in nature, or like, or things that are about elections or voting? Because I know right now there's a huge conversation, obviously, about the massive amounts of misinformation that's online. Um, And I was having another really good conversation with um, somebody else who I interviewed for the podcast. And we had like this tangent conversation about social media and the impact that it's having. Um, So I would love to kind of ask you the same question of like, what are you seeing online as a young person um, about like politics and voting and elections? I'm definitely seeing a lot. It might be due to my algorithm because I'm I'm interacting with a lot of those posts and stuff. I'm also on Twitter a lot, which I feel like is a lot of where the misinformation is spreading. Um, And now it's just becoming a little bit more crazy on Twitter. So I feel like uh, that's definitely a concern of mine. And also what I've noticed, so in New York was the governor's race and then a lot of like smaller offices. And since they are smaller offices, I'm not seeing that many people talk about them. But the governor's race in New York was very close. And a lot of people, I feel like, weren't talking about that when it should had had more of a conversation around it. And even other offices in New York, like the House of Representatives, I feel like there wasn't many conversations about that, which I would have hoped to see more of. I was trying to, you know, get people like 
you know, like there's an election, you go out and vote, there's this many offices that are on your ballot, there's these ballot measures, which I did see people talking about the ballot measures on social media, on Instagram, which was reassuring. A lot of people don't really know that they're there. So I think social media, from what I see, it it could, it, it benefits and also like raises some concerns over, you know, the impact of voting. Yeah, that's so interesting. Um, there's like a healthy cautiousness that I feel like y'all, y'all's generation is really approaching social media with, which I feel like is not highlighted in the news or the news that at least I see as somebody in my 30s. Like, I think the common misconception is that y'all are always just like consuming social media and you're not really like thinking about what you're taking in. But it's like, that's not true. Like, y'all yeah. Are so- that some of this stuff is whack and like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and you know, like this is actually not great, but we're going to still utilize it because we're in the age of technology now. So Mm -hmm. that being said, how has, has social media helped the team at Pace University kind of get out the word about voting? Do y'all use social media to do outreach on campus? Well, definitely. I think social media is a very, very impactful way of our outreach we have a very large commuter camp, like a computer commuter population, um, and we also have a, a large number of out of state students. So we're trying to reach a large number of people that aren't necessarily voting in the same places. So social media really helps us. We will follow some other accounts, and if we know we have a lot of students that are voting in a certain state, we'll be posting about that state as well, just to help other students who aren't voting in New York. Um, we also recently started a TikTok account, which I found has been actually very helpful. We've done like some fun TikToks about voting. We've done some educational TikToks and we've been getting like a lot of um, interaction. We've gotten a lot of views, a lot of likes, some follows. And we're also like on our Instagram. Uh, we recently posted something saying why your vote counts and we... Um, we had all of like some of the elections that were very, very close during the midterms and showed people that like literally your vote really does count. Like it can make the difference in an election. And we were getting a lot of likes on that, just a lot, a lot of stuff like that and also some more followers. So it's definitely very impactful. And we before I came here, I don't think we utilized it as much. And now like over time, we're slowly building on it and we're really starting to see the impact. I think there are, I had already kind of named one, but I think there are some misconceptions about y'all's generation, especially when it comes to voting. Um, you know, something that I'm so tired of hearing because I know it's not true is that like young people don't care and that's why they don't go vote. So is there something that you want older generations to know who might be listening to this podcast that you want them to know about young voters? I want older demographics to know that young people are very powerful and that even like political parties during their campaigning to know that we, our vote is very, very powerful and we can sway elections and it's been shown time and time again. And I think when having conversations, when campaigning to include us in those conversations, because I feel like young people are a demographic that is often neglected during campaigning and things like that. So I think 
just during this election, we really showed how impactful and how much of like a blockade our vote is and that we need to be included in these conversations and just, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. There's power in the youth vote. I love that. Thank you for summarizing that so clearly and effectively. Um, you know, we've, we've talked about issues like, uh, you know, abortion access, gun control, the climate, like obviously there's a lot of really difficult things that are weighing on all of us right now. Um, and I love ending the podcast the same way every time I've done this for like three seasons now. So I love to end it on a, a hopeful note. Um, something that kind of leaves people feeling a little bit inspired um, just because it is so easy to get down and feel like things are too much. So what is giving you what's something that's giving you hope recently? What's something that's bringing you life? Like, is it, is there a playlist? Like I know like Spotify just dropped their rap playlist. <laughs> Is there like a new TV show that's bringing you life or maybe some conversations with friends? Like what's giving you hope? What's, what's helping you uh, push kind of back against all the stuff that's happening in the world right now? On the political side, like we mentioned before, the, the very high Gen Z turnout definitely really made me very hopeful. I remember after I cast my ballot on election day, I went straight to watching election coverage just because of the anxiety that I felt. There was so much at stake. And once I started to see the numbers come in and the amount of Gen Z that showed up, I started to feel very, very hopeful for our future. And, you know, hopefully those those rates like increase over time in more elections. And then just on a more personal note, um, during break, I'm going to Ireland. So I'm very excited about that. Yeah. That's <laughs> awesome. I love Ireland. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm Irish. I've never been there. So I'm really looking forward to it. Really cool. When I was in college, I went to Ireland as well. Um, that's where my I have family roots there as well as Scotland. Um, mm. Had a great time. I hope that you do too. It's really, really cool. Yeah. Um, okay, I'll, I'll have to follow up with you like personally. <laughs> yeah, how, how that goes. <laughs> um, thank you for sharing that. You know, we've we've had a lovely time, I think, talking. I think this has been really great. I've loved getting to know you, getting to know your heart and passion of, of civic engagement. Is there anything that we didn't cover before we end our time together that you just want to give like a shout out, any like social media handles you want people to follow or websites that you want folks to visit? Just like basically any last minute info. We'll put all that stuff in the show notes um, if it includes links or anything. Um, definitely follow the Pace Votes Instagram. It's at Pace Votes. And our TikTok, we're working on putting some really fun content out and educational content, which is at Pace Votes NYC. And I guess if anyone's interested in me personally, my Instagram is H-P-I-A-Z. Nice. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it so much. This has been a really great conversation. I, I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. It was really fun. This concludes this week's episode of the Live the Legacy podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Once again, if you enjoyed this episode or any of the other episodes, please consider leaving us a review, rating us, or becoming a subscriber. All of those things help other people find our podcast that much easier. A special shout out to Tabik Music for all of the music that you heard on today's episode. Once again, this has been your host, Mo Banks with the Andrew Goodman Foundation. Thank you so much for listening.